Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 203. And tonight we're recapping Welcome to Nightfall number 160, The Weather. Which, as soon as we heard it, we're like, oh, this is just going to be delightful. Yeah, they're just going to do something different with that. And they really did. So... We um, started out first with an announcement that Night Vale, of course, will be going on its regular hiatus in January, so no new Night Vales for a month. Um, and then we started out with Cecil saying, um, news coming up, but first, the weather. And then he gave us the actual weather. It's exactly what I had written down here. Cecil's going to take us to the weather. And then he talks about the weather. I mean, even knowing that the episode was titled The Weather and we knew they were going to do something weird, it was so odd to hear him say the weather and then to talk about actual weather and not have a song. It was just a mind trip. But as far as the weather is concerned, yeah, it's getting very cold in night fail, like, you know, going down to negative degrees, which I can't remember who was the person who like argued with Cecil about the fact that, well, there's nothing below zero. So you obviously can't get below zero. And Cecil's like, I'm a radio announcer, not a statistician. So I don't know what to tell you. Nope, nope. But he does go to John Peters to tell us about John Peters, who is having a bumper orange crop. Not a lot of oranges, just really big oranges. But I like how he said that he's solved that whole problem where, you know, orange juice will teleport you to different places when you drink it. I'm like, wow, that is a callback. That sure is. What was that first season? I think that was I one of the, so. I think Maureen actually almost got killed by teleporting an orange juice. Yeah, Dana wasn't sent away just because of the orange juice, was she? I can't remember if Dana was also sent away because of the orange no, juice. No, I think Dana may have been sent to go cover the opening of the dog park at one point. That was what oh, took her into right. the desert otherworld for quite a while. Yeah, you gotta watch about teleporting things in Nightville. There's a lot of them hanging around Yeah, and John Peters is a little worried about the Farmer's Almanac report for this year, because all it says for the weather is, well, crap, good luck. (laughs) Cecil then gives everybody a little bit of information about the best ways to stay safe when the weather drops to the negative temperatures. And he talks about lighting a fire if you have a fireplace. And at first I thought that was very sensible, but then he suggested if you don't have a fireplace to use the refrigerator or the sink. And I'm like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) He also said you need to make sure to bring your pets inside when it gets cold, which is real real world information you need to have. But also, if you have any secret government agents stationed outside monitoring your every move, bring them inside. You don't want them to get cold. That's so nice. He said, you know, if you lose power, make sure that you don't panic. You just curled up into a ball on the floor, breathing heavily, going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So basically, just panic. panic. Uh, Next up was the Night Vale Holiday Fireworks Celebration coming up this Saturday. It's going to be a great big celebration. Uh, Maureen and Nichelle from Dark Owl Records are going to be having a performance of their band, The Funtastics. And I think it was Michelle Nguyen who said, I don't want you to talk about it. I'm really angry that our secret concert at the biggest fireworks event in Night Fell has actually become known. Yeah, that's kind of a shame how that happens. But uh, <laughs> Cecil let us know that the performance would first start out with a prayer to the Great Golden Hand, which is still the same gong noise that we had in that one. How many episodes was that that we had the I, Great Golden Hand? I can't even remember. I think it might even be the same sound effects they used when Cecil talked about the bra 
brown stone spire. Probably, yeah, yeah. And um, then we, you know, instead of having the regular fireworks, see, the problem is, is that most fireworks shows have the grand finale after a half an hour of regular fireworks, but people were tired of waiting for the good stuff, so instead they're going to blow up a bunch of cars. And it's a bunch <laughs> of cars that have been impounded for not paying their parking fees or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, going to be some angry people, but some really great explosions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, in terms of the weather, the weather is getting colder and power has been lost in the barista district. So the only coffee that's available is cold brew. (laughs) (laughs) You hear Cecil said that and then there was a pause. Ew. (laughs) So um, other than that, you know, because of the power outage, there's some confusion at the power plant because apparently nobody labels anything over there. And I don't think the workers there even know what kind of power plant it is. They don't know if it's a nuclear or a coal fire or anything. There was something about a manager just starting to panic about the fact Mm -hmm. that he didn't know what was going on and everyone's huddled around him and someone said, oh my God, calm him down before he turns back into it. Everyone shushes him. And then we move on from that. So we don't even find out what it was that the manager could have turned into when he panicked too much. No, we have no idea. I like that all the other employees are very supportive, though. They just had a big old group hug because it was <laughs> but, uh, we hear after that about how population is booming in Nightvale and there is a brand new housing development being built. Yeah, in Radon Canyon. So <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to rush out and sign a lease for any of that because I think even the EPA is saying, no, we're trying to stop you guys from building something in there. They had a great name. I'm so, you know, I do some real estate ads every once in a while. They always have very, I don't know, trendy new names. The name of this development is called The Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> so more power outages. I think the power outages are spreading to the rest of Nightvale. And before Cecil goes into detail about that, he's going to take us to some information about sports. And then we hear music. <laughs> I love how in all the descriptions about this episode, usually they say, you know, oh, this episode's weather. And we're so used to that. We're like, oh, it's the weather for this episode. What song was it? And now this episode's sports was. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to keep this going for the next few episodes. It was a nice, nice trick that they did with us. I actually really enjoyed it. But this episode's sports was Suspension of Disbelief by Victory Soul Orchestra. And it was instrumental only, which we do love. Those. We do like that. And it was very odd because it was kind of a, a 70s, 60s, very jazzy kind of sound with a trumpet. Yeah, yeah, and a synthesized organ, which is, that always says 70s to me when I hear it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was bouncy. It was fun. I liked it. And I do, I really do like an instrumental, and I don't know why. We've had so many great vocal performances on this show, like anything from Shearwater, and at the same time, when I hear an instrumental, I'm like, oh, it's one of these. Yeah, it's automatically better. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So we came back from the sports, and it was an emergency broadcast. So it was the strange, like, beeping noise that you get. Yeah, 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 that thing. And a computer voice kicks in and starts giving us instructions about the severe weather alert for the greater Nightville area. And it just kind of keeps getting stranger. I mean, it talks about Mm -hmm. the temperature, but then it starts talking about how the safest place is in the hole behind the Ralphs and how we all huddle together. And it starts Mm -hmm. repeating itself and getting stranger and stranger. Yeah, it talks about the prophecy of the flames in the drum in the vague lot out back of the Ralphs. It's very just strange words and you should definitely go listen to it. I didn't even try writing it down after a while. It's just these random prophecies of the flame and the drum and the vacant lots out back of the Ralph. Huddle with us, huddle with us, huddle with us. And I mentioned at one point about the fact that 
surviving it, something like this doesn't actually mean anything because you're just kind of correlating like random luck with actual survivability. And then it says, what doesn't kill you only makes you more complacent. And that is a t-shirt moment right there. T-shirt moment. Yeah, big time, right? I wrote that one down too. Yeah. (laughs) The good news is though, is that there's a warm front coming in tomorrow and temperatures are going to be in the high 80s. And I'm like, oh, it's almost like North Carolina. It really is. Yes, exactly. That has (laughs) happened. I mean, my favorite description of about North Carolina weather is uh, the meme that's going around saying the weather went from 85 degrees down to 50 like it saw a state trooper in the rearview mirror. Mm-mm, yeah, that's very true. And then we had the strange staticky beeping emergency noises and we come back to Cecil. Now, before we had gone to the sports, Cecil had said that in an attempt to keep us company and keep us warm, he would tell us a story and he was a little nervous about telling it to us because he'd never told it before. And then we come back from the emergency broadcast. And it's Cecil saying, and that's why I don't like mirrors at all, ever. (laughs) Wow, I've never told anyone that before. I'm like, oh, great. Thank you. A mysterious voice doing the weather report. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I have written down in my notes. Oh, come on. (laughs) We still don't know what Cecil saw in the mirror that day. So there you go. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I like this episode. I like, I mean, the bigger episodes where there are multiple parts and everything, those are fun, but it is kind of like the difference between the X-Files mythology episodes that were these long spanning arcs and the Monster of the Week. And this was definitely a Monster of the Week episode. Yeah. I always like those best. It really felt like a callback to things like poetry reading day or street cleaning day or, you know, Valentine's Day, where there's all this carnage going on, but everybody accepts it as absolutely normal for Night Vale. And after that, there was a three minute trailer for the orbiting human circus of the air, which we did not listen to. I'm sorry, guys, I still don't care. No, I really don't. It's, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I, I'm sure it has its fans. That's <laughs> so that was it for Night Vale. Anything else going on in the nerd world for you or anything else in the real world? Oh, my God. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're dealing with interesting family stuff. Our 75-year-old mother loves horseback riding. Well, oh, she yes. fell. And the inevitable happened. And she's resting somewhat comfortably right now in the hospital as she tries to recover from a broken pelvis. Yeah, it's what I love, though, is that I mentioned to my coworker, I said, oh, yeah, my 70 something mother, she fell and broke her hip. And my coworker was like, oh, no, are her bones really brittle? I said, no, she fell off a horse. So (laughs) you're going to probably break something when that happens. Mom's fallen before and she's been okay, But this just... I don't know. I mean, mom always says that when she was learning about horseback riding, they always taught her, how can my horse hurt me today? The horse did something unpredictable and she fell off of it. It's kind of a thing that happens, but she's not very comfortable right now. Well, Nathan and I went out to see a movie uh, last Wednesday right after it had happened. And uh, he had told some of his co-workers. So when his co-worker met us at the movie theater, she mentioned that she had heard that and thought, oh, no, does Nathan's mother-in-law have a substance abuse problem? Then she thought, no, wait a minute, that's falling off a wagon. So she actually (laughs) talked to me and said, okay, now she fell off an actual horse. I said, yes. And let me tell you, every time one of the nurses talked to mom and asked her how she had managed to fall or hurt herself, and mom said she fell off a horse, and there would be this pause. And you knew they were waiting for her to say, ha ha, just kidding, I slipped getting out of the tub. But nope, actual horse. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. So um, we're going to be doing a little bit of traveling for a while because, you know, dad is 
Dad's recovering from a head surgery for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Life is so oh. weird. Ugh. I love how Hannah made some comment about it. it. looks like a medical supply store over there right now. It really does. Yeah, it does. it's only going to get more so because Hannah and I are probably going to travel out to a, a medical supply store and bring more things in for helping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you, dear listener, any of the five of you have parents who are getting up there in the digits and everything and you're dealing with the one health thing after the other you have our sympathies exactly really it could have been a lot worse though everybody's you know dad had had a fall and banged his head and had a subdural hematoma and they drilled into his skull which i'm so amazed that that's still a solution and that it works really well yeah it does like it was not even he wasn't even i don't think he was even admitted to do that no. he was just like no. they do the procedure and then they send you home yeah yeah pretty much so you think about how bad those subdural hematomas can be and you could definitely die from them and he was fine so that's good and mom fell and she does not have to have surgery she's going to be uncomfortable for quite some time but it could have been a lot worse so we are we are thanking our lucky stars that it wasn't any more worse than it was however yeah we're going to be doing some traveling for a bit to hang out with the folks yes and hannah who lives nearby so thank god that she's been nearby oh, i mean god, when, when the yeah. absolute panicky stuff happens mom's just like call hannah call hannah call hannah i'm like yes please absolutely let someone else take this responsibility for me thank you i noticed that when you told me that mom was like really because they sent mom home and then of course that you know the oral pain medications are not quite as strong as what you get in the hospital and mom had a bad night and then a bad morning and then you told me that she was like call hannah call hannah i'm like why call hannah (laughs) that's what mom wanted and so that's what you do that's exactly right so yes um i don't think there's anything in the nerdosphere right now uh nathan and i went out to see the movie knives out uh oh yeah yeah chris evans is in that and sigourney weaver is in that and it's it's fun However, <laughs> a running gag is, you know, it's a murder mystery. And like, you've sure. got all of these family members that would probably have a reason for wanting the murder victim dead. So you have to figure out who, which one it is. One of the characters can't lie because if she tries to tell a lie, she throws up. And I leaned oh, over to Nathan. No. I was like, and now I can't recommend this to Elizabeth. Oh, dear. Thank you. That's, uh, I should go to the emetophobia review on Instagram and see. She's probably already talked about it. Yeah, I'm sure. Fine. Yeah. And you don't even want to read. If you do want to watch that movie, you probably shouldn't read too deeply into the article on emetophobia because it will give things away. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Oh, that's such... I've been working on projects at home and I have old episodes of House going on. I am amazed at how often that happens. It's like, <laughs> you guys, come on. I, so. I will say in defense of this movie, the character who has this problem is the actress who played Joy in the Blade Runner movie that came out oh, recently. Yeah. 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 So they obviously went out of their way to make sure she never looks unattractive when she's doing it. So most sure. of the time you don't actually see anything. You just hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's almost as bad. Oh, dear. Oh, well. Okay, so I won't be seeing that one. Yeah, but it was fun. For anyone else that doesn't bother, yeah, that was a hell of a lot of fun for the movie. Good, good. I've been hearing good things about it. I really have. Interesting that none of the reviews mentioned it. I'm so glad you told me. It's probably because it's integral to the plot, but, you know. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, The only thing that's going on with me, I actually read a review copy of the final issue of Harleen by Stefan Sitch. How is it? Yes. It's good. I enjoyed it, yeah. The artwork is just beautiful. The thing, though, is when it ends, I'm like, wow, they, they need 
this is like the third issue. As far as I know, it was just a three issue miniseries, and it does definitely have an ending. I want more. I really do. You know, I wondered about that because everything that he just in those brief little fan art snippets that he did, everything Mm. that he was talking about, I was just wondering. Can he fit it all into three issues? I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. Big transformation for the main character. He does get the full transformation. Um, and there is a bit of a little bit of a jump at the end. And then there's some stuff in his fan art where it's her conversations with Ivy. Uh-huh. And that is that is not in this because that happens much later. So maybe he's left it open for them to continue on with that. I hope so, because I could have tons yeah. more of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really just there is a beautiful picture of Poison Ivy in this issue, though. I mean, it is just friggin' gorgeous. Well, I, I would expect that. nothing less from this artist. Yeah, especially since he does love him some redheads and she's... <laughs> Really Iconic redhead right there. Yeah. Oh, you can tell he just had a big old good time drawing that picture. <laughs> but I guess it's going to wrap us up for the week. So make sure to check out pixeladygeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. Speaking of book reviews, I'm actually reading both Spinning Silver and, oh my God, um, what is it? What is the story that uh, Ursula of wrote about the sword, the person trapped in the sword. Oh, God. Now I can't even remember. I can't. I'll have to look it up. And we'll put a link in the podcast and everything. But both of those books at various times happen to be available for a one ninety nine purchase. Oh, very nice. So I own both of them. So I'll be... Uh, definitely reading those when I'm on the plane next week. So very nice. And uh, you've got reviews of those up on pixelatedgeek.com. And they are both highly recommended. And I'm really enjoying both of them. Good. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, you know, uh, by next week, you and I will actually be in the same time zone. This doesn't, doesn't happen very often. H- hang on. What day does Christmas fall this year? On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Okay, so we will probably be recording another episode before Christmas, but it'll be dropping yeah. after Christmas. Yeah, that's good a point. So Merry Christmas to everybody. We don't <laughs> we don't have a problem with people saying Merry Christmas. We don't have a problem with people saying Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings or everything. I think this is a very silly thing to get worked up over on either side. But um, we hope that um, you have a very good time, whatever you happen to be doing. Yeah, and if you don't celebrate any of those things, Happy Wednesday. Yes, very much so. Um, and Happy Thursday, if that's when you're listening to this. So, uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later. I always watch out. I can't help but cry. I'm gonna go pout. And I'm telling you why. Santa Claus ain't coming to Mars. Santa Claus ain't coming to Mars. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus ain't coming. Santa Claus ain't coming to Mars. We're not on his list. We don't even have ice. What's it matter? Who's naughty or nice? We work on hydroponics. Live in a biosphere. Keep the generator fueled. Just so we don't die out here. So why don't
What's that sound? What's that sound? Claus incoming to Mars.